Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Campbell! I am curious, because we have started this recording, mm-hmm. and you're in a very big, very warm jacket. Yes. But also sitting, because Melbourne's very cold this time of year. Very cold. It's like Rubbish place. Like single digit degree cold. <laughs> I mean, I complain, but people live in like Alaska. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's proper. Cold. Yes, but, but they are mentally unstable. Yes, but you're you're now sitting in a warm room, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm curious to how long into the episode you're going to have to ditch the big jacket. People will hear it. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. I move slightly, and you can hear yeah. it over. So, um, right in. What time did I take the jacket <laughs> off? Uh, minutes. And Here's seconds, a bit of fun for please. you. Take a guess now. Oh. 12 minutes 14, say. Bit of a fun game. Bit of a fun game. Yeah. There shall be no prizes. Yeah. Oh, here's another little game you can play. Will I put it back on? (laughs) Will I get too cold? I mean, certainly when you leave, you will. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's a gimme. I will eventually in my life put this jacket back on. (laughs) Imagine if you committed to Uh, never wearing it again. Yeah. They'd have to call me Nelson Always Jacket Allingham from from now on. Uh, Campbell, let's jump into some dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you've committed to this bit. <laughs> That's what I'm doing from now on. Stealing other people's humor and uh, using well, it. Well, it fits because we steal other people's content from Reddit. Yeah, exactly. So we may as well steal their humor as well. We are thieves. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's what technically this podcast is. If there was a genre called thieves yeah. on Apple Podcasts, we'd tick that box. Yeah, we'd be number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny because you message people when we use their posts. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, thanks for contributing to the show, whatever. Yeah. But essentially like, hey, we stole from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny when people are like, hey, you can't do that. Like, yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah, we <laughs> obviously, we can. Um, but obviously, we never reply and obviously, at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't reply. And it's not like we're profiting off this no. and you can't profit off your comment. Yeah. So, like, let's call it even. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, anyway, this is by The Bird. Uh I've just invented the first thought-controlled air freshener. It makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It's good I play like on that. words. I like that. I like to think I'm going to give, uh, you know, some of these dad jokes like original points. Okay. You know, that guy gets an original point. Yeah. It's like a gold star, you know, and it's not that it, it maybe definitely is original, but it's like I think it's original. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's uh, dad jokes. Part of the a, a dad joke is that you've definitely heard it before and you know where it's going. Or yeah, so, yeah. So you're just giving points if it's something you haven't heard or something you twist. A little twist that haven't, you know, yeah. something similar hasn't been done before. That's original right there. Uh, here's another one. It's by Matt79361. If there's a king-size mattress and a queen-size mattress, where does the prince sleep? The air mattress. Huh? Huh? Uh, that was... I don't like that. Don't get, it doesn't get an original point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, hilarious. I've got a follow-up. This is my own original, yeah. Cambo. Where does the princess sleep? Go the, on. The single mattress. Okay. It's the only... It's just probably, you know, probably and just a single mattress. And this was, to be clear, <laughs> um, this is your contribution to the Queen's recent jubilee. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, one's for you, Your Majesty. 
Don't tell it. We'll yeah. be cancelled. You weird inbred family. Actually, here's a fun thing that's going on. Next Monday, or oh, maybe when we record the pod, it's the Queen's birthday. Yeah. It's obviously not actually her, her birthday. Yeah, in but fact, they give di- us a, it's a give us a day off. So Even different states in Australia have different, have different Queen's birthdays. That's insane. If it was like countries doing it differently, maybe, but yeah. just different states. Anyway, it's a day off. Yeah. What do we care? Have more birthdays, I say. Queen, she deserves it. <laughs> actually, I suppose technically she does, if everybody celebrates it differently. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this first Reddit on Reddit, Cambo, was in the subreddit, subreddit drama. Oh, spicy. You're bringing some hot content to the pod. Some hot, spicy content. This is actually something that we kind of missed a little bit. Um, Impossible, but go on. Yeah. But this post specifically was only six days ago. So okay. that's quite hard. It's within the week. Because we recorded seven days ago. So yeah. let's count it as we didn't yeah. miss it. But like the we actual waiting. incident yeah, no, 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 was... We were waiting for this one. For this, yeah. for somebody to sum it up yeah. is what I wanted. Uh, the post is actually... Um, it's maybe titled a little bit weirdly. Anyway, they've titled it... Oh, did I say it was by? No, this is by Phil Jones 4. How Reddit accidentally caused a smear campaign against Sweden. Mm. Now, have you heard of, I think it's uh, hashtag Swedengate is what people have been calling it. Oh, good. Okay. I'm glad that you haven't because then I can, you know, this is live information. Do you know when we took a bit of a break from the pod, Mm -hmm. like in real life, obviously it came out every week. We, We had a couple of weeks where we didn't record. I didn't go on Reddit. Yeah, Because right. I do normally scroll through the mm. week, but I literally took a break from yeah. Reddit as well. Yeah. Like, I hope to never come back to this. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So, this is, uh, this is what happened. Um, they've said it all started with this comment on an Ask Reddit thread. Uh, so, this original comment was by... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I've got a few. Uh, it was by, wow, I'm a tad. <laughs> controversial. And they caused uh, the controversy. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I'll say the original question by was by Sebastian25525. And they've said, what is the weirdest thing you had to do at someone else's house because of their culture slash religion? Mm-hmm. And wow, I'm a tad. Sorry, I had to repeat that. Uh, said, I remember going to my Swedish friend's house. And while we were playing in his room, his mum yelled that dinner was ready. And check this, he told me to wait in his room while they ate. That shit was fucking wild. And then somebody else has followed up with, this is T-Raveler. I slept over at a friend's house. When we woke up, he said he's going downstairs for a few minutes. After about 15 minutes, I go uh, go down the stairs to see what the fuck is happening. And they're eating breakfast. They see me and tell me he's almost done and will be up there soon. I still think about that shit 25 years later. (laughs) So there is this weird thing in the Swedish culture. They don't invite guests to eat. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's not just Sweden as well. I think it's like a few Netherlands sort of countries and maybe, I don't know, a few extras. Um, And, and so, yeah, the idea is that they don't always um, offer food to guests. 
And this just sort of blew a lot of people's minds and it picked up a lot of traction, I think, on Twitter and stuff as well. And it turns out that me and uh, Ellen actually were, like, so fascinated by this. We're like, we've got to work out and research what why this is. You know what I find interesting? Mm-hmm. Is we several points in this show have been sent boxes of food. Yeah, one of the only nations to send us a box of food <laughs> oh, yeah. was Sweden. In Sweden. Now I'm thinking, is it because they didn't yeah. have to eat it with us? They're in jail yeah. now. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a real shame. They really stuck their neck out. <laughs> we sh- do you know what? We appreciate it because ham chocolate was quite good. I think I it was fi- harm. I think it was called. Yes, yes, it was delicious. Yeah, which makes me feel guiltier for reporting them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't a, have this in Sweden. I made a discovery the other day, which seemed obvious in hindsight, mm-hmm. but I had to go to an IKEA walking out. You know how they have the little food section? Yeah, and there was a wall of that chocolate in IKEA. Oh, and I was right. like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have ten, please, yeah. and uh, this folding table. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I tend to do. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, but yes, anyway, so the reason is, I'm obviously going to butcher the reason, uh, because I'm going off my memory from like a few days ago, but it's something like it was to do with, um, uh, poorer people yep. not being able to, uh, provide meals for people that came over to their house. And so in a way to kind of um, stop this like classism sort of, yeah, separating different classes based on income and whatnot, it ended up just sort of being over time that, well, you just wouldn't offer food to any guests that come over to your house. Um, I'm really super simplifying that. And it was like fame, far more complex and, and went over a longer period of time. Yeah, I understand the basic logic. But yeah, and uh, I just thought that was, it, it's just such an interesting yeah. concept because, especially because in, uh, I, I would, I dare say pretty much the rest of the world, having people over, the main thing you do is, is have food. Yeah. It's like, even if you're like, hey, let's watch a movie and have food. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, was the, it is the main part of having somebody over for uh, sure. I'd be interested to know. I'm going to start pairing things off now. Mm-hmm. So my stepmother is Greek. Yeah. And she won't stop feeding you. Yes. As is a bit of a, a, a cliche, I guess, of, <laughs> yeah. of uh, Greek mothers in particular. Yeah. Yeah. If a Swede married someone from Greece. Yeah. What middle ground will they strike? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. You might just get served an appropriate amount of food. Oh. <laughs> That'd be That's a winning combination right there. Um, yeah, I mean, same with uh, obviously my mother's Italian, Italian so like yeah. this, you know, I've always eaten way too much food. Anybody that comes over is like, well, I'm going to get fed at Nelson's. I shouldn't yeah. eat beforehand, no matter so, what time of day it is. It seems like one side of like Europe is all about feeding too much. And then <laughs> yeah. the more Nordic you go, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. less that... And where, and where does it start to fall off? Yeah. If you're traveling around the world mm. and going from, let's say you start... I don't know what's lower. I don't know Europe that well. But say you start and you're going up like Nordic. Yeah. Where does it stop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Italy's like uh, pretty south. Europe, yeah. right? Ish, and, I think. And that's like the... They're, they're very big into that. Yeah. So. Um, what was Spain like? Did you, did you get the sense they wanted to feed you a lot? 
No, actually, it was so weird. This was the attitude in Spain. You walk into a restaurant and they're like, (laughs) another customer. And they might come over after a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, if we like weren't sure whether to sit down, then they'd sit you down and they'd be like, well, I'm going to have a 10 minute rest after <laughs> sitting those people down. Uh, and then you might get some menus and then you'll order some food. You know what's the weirdest thing? Is like, if you would only ever order one drink, and you wouldn't ever get asked again if you wanted more drink or more food. And to me, that was right. interesting. So, like, I'm not necessarily saying that's wrong, uh-huh. but it's so different to in yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I would say the king of it is America, where every oh, five minutes yeah. they'll be like, drink, food, what do you want, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty natural in Australia towards the end of your meal. Someone will say, do you want anything else? Yeah, yeah. But that, even, they're like, you're yeah. still here. Yeah, what what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like they're busy and you're taking up tables yeah. or things they want you to go. It's just like they don't... It, the feeling I got was like they just didn't want to work okay. anymore. <laughs> like, hey, I, I reciprocate okay. that feeling. We need to start sometimes. drawing a map of the world yeah. in comparison to how much they want to feed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah this right. is what we need to work on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. It's so funny. Um, anywho... Uh, yeah, I just thought this is, this is really weird. (laughs) Also, I, I, I want to know like what, because the only stories I saw was of like non-Swedish people having this experience with Swedish people or in Netherlands kind of places. And I didn't read any story about like a Swedish person explaining how it works with another Swedish person. Like, do you go over with your own food is what I wonder. Mm. Or is every Swedish person blindsided by this every time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to go have dinner. Oh, what? I forgot about the thing oh, we do. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> For years. <laughs> I would go with a basket of delicious food. And to me, it would be a challenge to, to try and food? outdo <laughs> food. And I would sit in the other room, set myself up. Would you start cooking in the kitchen next to them? Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. What are you guys having? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm having that, but with caviar. Yeah, yeah. Or do you just, like, Uber eat some stuff while they're going? Maybe that's what it is these days, Yeah, you know? Yeah. They have their meal, and you're like, cool, I'll just get some Maccas or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. You want, no, I'd want to Uber eat something quite fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Provador in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, really fancy meals. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. fancy, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway, I'd also like to continue with this, right? Because, like I said, it was weird that this person who posted in subreddit drama said how Reddit accidentally caused a smear campaign against Sweden. And I was like, it wasn't really a smear campaign. Yeah. I was like, it's just a strange, yeah, as like unusual how in Australia, to the rest of the world. Like how in Australia we say Blink 182. Yeah. But apparently the rest of the world's like, it's Blink-182. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're going to keep saying Blink-182. Yes. It, it's crazy how similar that is <laughs> to, to <this>. people <laughs> not feeding guests at their house in Sweden. Yeah. Um, they talk about this while they're not eating dinner with the rest of the family. Yeah. The guests will be like, hey, did you know about these crazy yeah. Australians? This is That's a, what happens. This, this is like a small thing. Yeah. And Blink-182 obviously talk about all the small things. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> can't I mean, get any more similar. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
But yeah, I was like, this, this not, you know, yeah. it's not really that bad. Uh, but then reading on, there are some obviously people that have mm, taken to racism, I guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, because quickly, of eh? this, which is so nuts. Like how naive are people? It's so crazy. Uh, so saying, sorry, are they saying that Swedish people are racist? Uh, or are they being racist? I think they are Swedish racist people? because they're saying Swedish people are the worst. Let me read yeah, you just I, like some of the sure. comments um, that I don't have who this was by or whatever. And I think some Doesn't, of it was from matter. Twitter. But uh, the Swedes being horrible white people isn't shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part where they don't feed their guests that's already in their house that's messing with me. This is another level of strange behavior that needs to be studied. So many white cultures act like... So many white cultures act like aliens. It's so... It's so weird. It's like people think that... Okay, so it's people that do think that Sweden's are being racist. But weirdly, I feel like that makes them racist themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this culture is different. These fucking yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah. That is that is so strange. Um, somebody has written, wait, do they not feed others, period? Or do they not feed people of color? Both are disgusting. Both are disgusting. One's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it? I think... Yeah, yeah. Ones. If if you had two friends over, one white and not one white, and they came and said, "All right, Steve, the white one, yeah, come have dinner." Yeah, you otherwise yeah. you stay here. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is far worse than not feeding everyone. Yeah, one is disgusting. One is just a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um, One's a quirk. <laughs> the other, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they've continued. Uh, yeah, both are disgusting, but my willingness to add them to my top five worst white people <laughs> might be based on which one it is. All right. Top okay. five worst white people. That's yeah. really interesting. Obviously, the English number one. Uh, they just took over so many countries and then didn't give stuff back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, anyway, so I think, like, obviously, it, it must have been that maybe the person who commented or something was of color and then people have assumed that. But I I have since seen a graphic that showed like, oh no, like these are parts in Sweden where as a, just as a guest, no matter your color, you won't be fed. And like, and then getting, uh, like I mentioned the explanation before, it was like a way to break up classes and put like relieve pressure on poor people who are honestly, you know what? I've had dinner parties before and like, I feel like a common thing to do is you put like a little cheese board out, little charcuterie board, maybe mm-hmm. you know, not even super fancy. Yeah, that shit's expensive. Yeah, you sp- you buy a couple of cheeses, few fancy crackers, some some deli meats, and you're out like 150 bucks. I want to put this question out to our Swedish listeners. Yeah. We've only got a handful, yeah. so I want at least one response. Yeah, if Nelson and I go through the trouble of going to Sweden, yeah, will you feed us? Please feed us. <laughs> So I'm saying, but, I'm hoping to bunk in with you guys as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, save yeah. as much money Sorry. as possible. <laughs> feed and shelter us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not if I'm not going to get a feed out of it, I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It'd be funny if it was the same in restaurants where you came in and you're like, <laughs> you have to live here. <laughs> <laughs> where where all restaurants are also part hotels, and unless you no, rent because, a night with us, no, because they don't feed people that stay with them. Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to. So you walk in there like, you're you not staying be, here, are you? <laughs> you like, are you, know, you family? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. 
I am immediate family. Then you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if you like in Sweden, you're like, let's go to a restaurant. They're like, a what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone else cooks you food? No, it's not. not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe it's just, well, really, maybe restaurants exist. Only takeaway. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta eat it there. Yeah. That's why they sell food in places like IKEA, because like, you're doing something else. You're not gonna stay and eat. <laughs> yeah. Have your meatballs and move on. Yeah. Uh huh. anywho, um I love Sweden. Yeah. Can we? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna put it out there. Uh let's get into Ask Credit. This Ask Credit was right. Oh, I was gonna go off. <clears throat> this ask credit. I, I mean, a better podcast would have edited that out. No, nah, <laughs> no, nah, they won't. I've still got this cough from uh, having uh, COVID mm. when I was overseas, but like, it, I, I'm not testing positive anymore. I've tested myself a few times, so I'm, I'm still always negative. I think it's just like my lungs that have just been destroyed, and they're trying to repair themselves. It's anyway, years of smoking yeah. the death sticks, Nelson. Sure, that's true. Probably. What a pain in the ass this cough is. Anyway. Um, that's just my own little premium information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was by... Oh, this was actually in the subreddit Illegal Life Pro Tips, a.k.a. Ask Reddit. <laughs> and it was by Tristfixen. Illegal Life Pro Tip request. How can I find people hiring for a legal business? Got to be someone out there who needs their weed farm watered or bricks cut up, etc. <clears throat> it's so specific. It is specific. Uh, a line of work to want to be in. I sort of understand it though, because you you're like think good money. Won't have to pay tax. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably um, high income, no tax, not no, even low tax, no tax, no tax. Well, you what? You probably want to if it's high earning. You probably want to launder some of that yeah. money because otherwise, that's how the you know that's how they get, that's you. How they get you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I reckon if you're yeah, but but otherwise, if, let's say laundering money is taken care of. Part of the perks of the job, they say you get your money, three weeks holiday <laughs> yeah. a year and your money laundered for free. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 imagine a job offered free money laundering. <laughs> yeah. We we pay you in poker chips already. Yeah. <laughs> you just take them straight to the casino and check them in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a good idea if you walk around the floor for like yeah, a, yeah. a little bit. Play a game or two. A or bet five or so dollars on <laughs> here and there. Uh, yeah. And every time you go up to the register, you say the same thing. Whoa, one big tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the same amount every week I win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it did get me thinking because I was like, I could be interested in this. I also imagine those jobs to be like pretty, you know, uh, not very intensive kind of works, uh-huh. you know, like I imagine somebody's paying a lot of money for somebody to water their weed farm, yeah. uh, you know, for like a couple of times a week, yeah. you know, the, my only hesitation is, uh, movies have taught me in any kind of raid situation by a rival drug gang or the authorities. Yeah. It's the people that are like watering the drugs that get taken down. That's true. Covertly by the SWAT The drug lord's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, he puts up the big fight in the big mansion Mm. or whatever. Yeah. But those little guys, they're the ones that like, you you hear the... Yeah. And one of them just drops. Yeah. 
Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do the daredevil tactic, I think it's called. Yeah. You pretend you're blind and that you are being taken advantage of. Oh, right. So, yeah. you, so you wear sunglasses you're and like, have a cane. What? A weed farm? <laughs> I just thought this was a regular far- corn. <laughs> I thought it was corn. <laughs> sticky, yeah? sticky corn. Just, yeah, sticky corn. Uh, yeah. Um, because if, okay, let me put it to you this way. If you are a drug lord, you know what? You don't even have to be a drug lord. You could be I'm just a, a thief. Uh, okay, yep. Um, we are thieves. Yeah. Not hard to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you? How do you want to recruit people? What's your go-to? Do you re- also, do you reckon? Yeah. This is crazy, right? Put it on a job seeker website. Do you reckon that would work? If how, you're like, how we need a, are you being? We need a getaway driver for a bank job. Okay, right. Right? And people are like, uh, this is probably a bit of fun. The cops aren't looking into that. They're like, oh, just some idiot, whatever. The job seeker website is like, well, he's paying the money to put up this ad. Let's, I let's would say, go. when you say the cops aren't looking, I'm going to challenge this for a bit. Yeah. If there's a job on a Seek star website says, looking for someone from a bank job this Saturday. Yeah. We're gonna hit a we're gonna hit a bank. Yeah. And then that Saturday a bank does get robbed. They might yeah. go, let's actually follow up on that ad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But by that time, Cambo, I'm in the wind. And you know who's not in the wind? All the people I've hired the jobs for <laughs> off the Job Seeker website. They're standing yeah, in the warehouse that yeah. I'm not in that's being raided. On, on Seek specifically, you have to fill out a form to apply for a job. So you, they'll have all their information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can hand that into the yeah. police as like an anonymous tip <laughs> just to really be like, I wasn't involved. Yeah, uh, I'm a good citizen. Hero. And uh, uh, unrelated, boy, I won big tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think uh, that's it. What, what, how else? How else, Gambo, would you hire somebody? There, I assume this is a dark web situation, and I oh. don't really know what the dark web is, but I'm interested in it. Yeah. I want to find it. You know? Yeah. I always just thought that was dark mode, Gambo. <laughs> I thought it was being <laughs> yeah. so cool. <laughs> you're on seek.com, you're like, oh, switch it to dark mode, and all the jobs change. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. <laughs> so, so many drug-related this jobs. This an assassin. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe you need to um, uh, recruit based on like willingness to do uh, crime in the heat of the moment. Yeah, uh, well, there I, I do know this about recruiting for nefarious jobs, mm-hmm. and take this with a grain of salt from its source. But there's a plot line in the latest season of Barry about Barry trying to get work. Yeah, and they said that they used this plot line because Bill Hader discovered through like a true crime documentary, right? That there was an assassin that was getting work through Craigslist. Right, okay. Yeah. And people were just hiring off, <laughs> off Craigslist. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah you see, you thought my job seeker idea was dumb. Turns yeah. out it's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like the idea that um, maybe I go around the city and uh, I'm sort of dropping money. on. I've got a wallet sticking out with some money hanging out. Yeah. And then whoever tries to steal a wallet, yeah, I say, hey, inside the wallet is a business card that says, hey, want a job? Well, this this sounds like how they recruit people for like heists in heist movies. Mm. Isn't that always the way? Like someone will steal something and then they'll rock up back to the house and the person's like, good job, kid. Yes. You passed the test. Yes. In fact, 
This happened in Uncharted. Yeah, 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 yeah it did. <laughs> he stole something, then it got stolen yeah. back again, and a yeah. business card was left in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Is it your I've dream to be that... sitting in someone's dim apartment, and yeah. when they come home, you're like sitting in their armchair, yeah. being like, "You did good. You did good, kid." <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would be really cool, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's how you got to do it. Um, maybe even just like try to race people at lights. You know, if you're after a getaway driver, yeah. for okay. example, yeah, 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 yeah. you just so you, rev you, your engine. You race them at the lights. Yeah. They, they challenge you and they drive off. Yeah. They come home, you're sitting at their lounge. You did <laughs> good, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I seem to know where everybody yeah. lives. You, you followed them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we raced all the way back to their place. <laughs> and I quickly... Ran into their house. They could see me. They I jumped through the window, <laughs> smashed the glass, <laughs> raced to the first chair I could find. <laughs> mm. uh, anyway, that's what you got to do for quality thieves. Nice. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know what? Let's move on. Let's get into today. I advice. So now it's time for today. I learned. This Today I Learned was by Practical Slice 1013. Today I learned that when Vincent Price agreed to do the voice work for Thriller, he was given a choice between taking a percentage of the album proceeds or being paid a flat $20,000. He chose the $20,000 like a dumb, stupid idiot. I added that last bit. I love a story of someone missing out on heaps of money. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Mm. It, it it always, I feel less bad when they're already rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if this was, yeah. if Vincent mm-hmm. Price was like broke mm-hmm. and then he missed out on millions and millions, yes. of dollars, you'd feel worse. But Vincent Price is a Hollywood legend. I'm sure he was very comfortable. Yes. In fact, I tr- I, I did click into this article. Because I wanted to see if I could find how much you know he potentially would have made. Yeah. But um, it what like I'm I'm guessing the percentage wasn't ever publicly listed or whatever. Right. So there was no. But, but it was the biggest album of all time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. A hundred and ten million copies sold. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's in a similar vein. I don't know whether you've ever heard the story about Matt Damon with Avatar. Did you know about this? Oh, no. So uh, Matt Damon was James Cameron's first choice to play the lead in Avatar. And he was trying to convince him to do it. Matt Damon wasn't all that interested in it. Yeah. And he said, if you do it, I'll give you a cut of the profit of the movie. Uh, And it was like a fairly big one. Like stars coming in. Anyone thought Avatar was going to do it again. (laughs) It was like normally it's like a percent or two, but I think they offered him like, like a really decent, like, 10-ish, like, oh, maybe not 10, but like a big chunk of the thing. And yeah. he would have stood to make like 150, $200 million. Yeah, yeah. That movie. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so nuts. Yeah. I would uh, just be so disappointed. I would not, I think I would lose the will to basically almost like <laughs> earn any more money in my life. Yeah. Because I'd just be so disheartened. <laughs> fact that I like, can't believe I have to work yeah. now for this money rather than earning millions of dollars where I could have, you know. I uh, was triggered when recently the Avatar 2 trailer came out. It's like, oh, my God. I just got over that. <laughs> so, James, please, please, please give me a message. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know everyone thought Avatar 1 was going to do any good, but like. Avatar 2. It's we, not, not going to do any good, right? We, we, <laughs> wow. We both worked at the movies. 
when Avatar yeah, yeah. was out. Mm-hmm. And in the lead up to it, I remember we had like team meetings as we normally would. And they, as part of it, they go through like the slate of upcoming yeah. movies. And I remember specifically, they were like, Avatar, I don't know, no one knows yeah. what this is. Like they really yeah. dismissed it. Opening night, one person in candy bar, one person yeah. in a tick box. Like, oh fair, my God. <laughs> the opening day, because I went and saw it on the opening day, was pretty quiet. Yeah. That yeah. was a real builder of a movie, that one. Yeah, yeah. That was, it was, it was weird. Because it wasn't, we had, we had big cinemas, the, the big VMAX cinemas. Mm-hmm. It wasn't playing in there. I think it was like Sherlock oh, Holmes was playing right. in there. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, Which, no, I think because of the 3D element, I think it. You, oh but, no! Wait, maybe it wasn't done. You know what? Yeah, it's irrelevant. To it's irrelevant to us. But I remember they <clears throat> end up putting it in there afterwards, right? Yeah, because of course, of course, you do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sherlock Holmes seemed like the bigger hit, and in fact, Sherlock Holmes did come on to be the biggest grossing movie of all time. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, yeah. it. So it good bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I it though it makes me think of uh, this story. When, uh, oh no, I've forgotten his name. Mm, the, the guy who voiced Darth Vader. James Earl Jones. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I actually think you're thinking <clears throat> of David Prass, perhaps. Oh no, if I just got this wrong. The, well, he's the body of Darth Vader. Oh, is it the body? Yes. Oh, I thought, I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know where you go. But James yeah, Earl Jones. You're yeah. thinking of David you Prass. You know what? Can body. you tell this story? Because okay. like, I've, I've clearly got all the details wrong. <laughs> so this is to do with Hollywood accounting. Uh, so when Star Wars became a really big hit, became the biggest film of all time when it was released, mm. uh, David Prowse, who was the body of Darth Vader, but not the voice, one, he didn't know he was going to be redubbed. Mm-hmm. So he found that out when he saw the movie. <laughs> yeah. He was like, whoa, I, I performed that whole role. And that's not me. Um, and two, he didn't get paid very much. Mm-hmm. And apparently he, he was like, it was teetering whether or not he's ever going to come back to be the body. And mm-hmm. you could just get someone else. Yeah. But they were like, you know what? We'll pay the same for the next one. But you'll get a cut of the profit. Yeah, and that's apparently this is the difference between gross and net profit. Yeah, yeah. Because a movie can gross money and yeah. make no net profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to this day, I believe Empire Strikes Back, the second one that he signed the deal for, yeah, technically has not made net profit. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> and is, they have never paid him <laughs> for the. Which is just like the most insane thing. Yeah, I always think about that when I hear these stories, and it was most likely Lucasfilm or whatever being total assholes Mm -hmm. and maybe that's not that often that something shady like this happens but um i just thought what like it it makes me nervous if anybody offered me a deal like this i'd be like uh i want to say yes it's one of those things if you're ever like interested in like a really weird dark side of hollywood look up there's a ton of Big successful movies mm-hmm. that technically have never made a profit. Yeah, I yeah. think some of the Harry Potters might still be right, not yeah. making profit. Yeah, yeah. What a it's such a weird Hollywood thing to be like. Offers a- <laughs> you a percentage of a film, turn it down, or check what the percentage is. Or Jack Nicholson, for example, got net. a percentage of Batman and made like seventy million dollars. Yeah, yeah, because he got the right percentage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's like. Um, you know, uh, I feel like the the most famous one I can think of is the cast of Friends. Yep. Where David Schwimmer actually, I think, vouched for... Uh, he told, I think, the cast that they should negotiate together because yep. they'll get a better deal. And then they got, you know, a percentage of it. And obviously that continues to make money. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that. that's what you really want. 
You want something that's like, because I feel like a movie, even though they still obviously to this day, like continue to make money. I feel like TV shows have longer legs and probably earn more money over time. What you want is network, specifically network TV show, Mm -hmm. which is more than a hundred episodes because then it gets syndication. And once something's in syndication, like Friends or Seinfeld or Big Bang Theory, Mm -hmm. you'll just keep making money. Yeah. You will just keep making money from it. Yeah. Which apparently is the downside of a Netflix show. No syndication. Campbell, we've almost done 300 episodes of this podcast. We could. Oh, syndication's got to kick in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to kick in. We could get somebody to animate it uh-huh. for free. We'll give them a, a percentage of the profits. Yeah. <laughs> of the net, I think. Of the, the net gross. Let's not specify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and then, yeah, we'll earn money for the rest of our lives. Sounds good. Uh, anywho, let's uh, move on into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought was by the punnier guy. Hiding drugs on a dog would lower your chances of getting caught significantly. I read this mm-hmm. and I disagree mm-hmm. because I immediately go to a dog. Mm-hmm. I'm like rubbing its belly. I'm turning it around. Like I love to have a bit of a wrestle with a dog. Yeah. I. Why? Why? Do you, like attention is on dogs. <laughs> Give it to a cat. I'm not going near a cat. Okay. Um, mm, I think you might have missed the point of this one. Uh Technically true, I would say, if you put drugs on a cat, everybody's more wary of cats. Yeah. Especially putting on Megs. Oh, my God. Yeah. He hissed at you as you walked in the door. For literally no reason. Well, you walked in the door, Nelson. You know, <laughs> you know what you did. I'm sorry. I did. I was just there. Walked in the door. He didn't like your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. He even came over, sniffed my, you know, held out my yeah. hand. He sniffed, checked sniffed you out and went. Don't like and it. Then, yeah. <laughs> but it also took him a It wasn't like Sniffy Hand going to hiss at you. Yeah. Sniffy Hand, walk around for a bit. Uh, no, I just said But I think this is because a detected dog, drug sniffing dog. Yeah. I, okay, if yeah, the yeah, drugs are yeah. on another dog, they're like, it's a, it's just a, sniffing the butt of another dog. It's a dog to dog yeah. situation. Put the, drugs, put the drugs up the butt of another dog. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's, that's good. There is no way uh-huh. that you'll get caught. Hide d- uh, drugs mm-hmm. in a resealed packet of schmacko treats. Oh. So when the dog goes wacko yeah. for the drugs, <laughs> you yeah. go... He's gone wacko for schmackers. Oh, for and the, the police go, I remember the jingle. Yeah. that's <laughs> This all checks out. This checks out. <laughs> go on through. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. But you might have to have like a lot of schmackers on you. Yeah, to, you're a schmacker salesman. <laughs> yeah. I work for schmackers incorporated. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking this supply of schmackers <laughs> yeah. to Adelaide. This, this big old box. Yeah, okay. Um, foolproof. That's pretty good. Upper dog's butt or in a pack of schmackers. Is there any other? Are there any other things that we're forgetting that um, the dogs love? That dogs love, or is an easy way to smuggle drugs? We've already said that tennis, we're thieves. Tennis ball. Uh, oh, in a tennis ball. So you cut the tennis ball open, put drugs in, so then if the dog goes to your bag, pulls out a tennis ball, you'd be like, "Wow, oh, oh, he's so like, cute." He likes, yeah, he likes the tennis balls. That's pretty good, especially 
Hamper around yeah, cause you need at to, the Australian but, Open time. Yeah, you, know, you do need to say you're a tennis ball salesman. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, that's a that's a tough your, one. Because, your bag full of tennis balls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you sell them. Yeah, just helter skelter in his bag. <laughs> very specifically, a tennis ball salesman. I don't sell any rackets or anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Any shoes? Say, say uh, just the tennis balls. Tennis balls. That's my racket. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Kemper, and then they'll, be a tennis ball they'll laugh at the joke. And yeah. they, they're like, this guy, he's, he's a good time. The dog yeah. liked his balls. Mm. Let him through. Yeah. that You know what? Don't even go through regular it. customs. You head straight through. I like the idea that they say something like, uh, what makes your tennis balls better than just like any other tennis balls? I yeah. thought they were basically the same. And you say, mine have drugs in them. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> or like if they get out of tennis ball and they go to bounce it on the yeah. ground. <laughs> it goes... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very, this for a very specific yeah, tennis like, course. Like a little thing of white paddy <laughs> at the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that does fall down a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that's okay because uh, that was a decoy and I've got uh, drugs up my dog's butt. What so. if you have drugs in a Fabergé egg? And then when the dog sniffs out, you're like, your dog is just a dog of fine taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't it? And obviously, don't you can't break open the Fabergé egg. Give me it's a Fabergé egg. It's too pretty. Too too expensive. You gonna yeah. pay for that Fabergé egg? Expensive and beautiful. Yeah. What a crime that would be. Yeah, I'll arrest you if you do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say, "Oh, you're right. Excuse me." And then again, what you if through. you okay? You have your own dog. Maybe drugs up its butt. Yeah. But you train him to whatever the drug dog does when it smells drugs, which I think is like sit by the thing. Yeah. You train the dog to do that to the smell of cops. So when the, their dog comes up yeah. and sits down next to your dog, yeah. your dog goes to the cop and sits down next to him. And you're like, well, we're both got something here, don't we? <laughs> what's, yeah. what's my dog found on you? I won't investigate you if you won't investigate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mexican standoff type situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, foolproof. Because we all know those cops take a little bit yeah. on the side. Also, you know? I just keep coming up with ideas now. Okay. Smuggle drugs in a police badge. Oh, uh, okay. So then, then, like, when they find your police yeah. badge, you just give them a wink. Come on, come on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm with you guys. Come yeah. on. I think, I, think we all, mm. I think I'll be on my way. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Although it's not actually cops in the airports. The Australian Border Force for us. Yeah, they probably hate cops. Yeah, I reckon they want to bus cops. <laughs> Don't you think that would be such a power trip for somebody yeah. that has one... Fifteenth of a, I, of I, the power. I, I as a know cop. that the the highway patrol um, people on freeways and stuff here in Australia, they've got like a, uh, purple lights on their car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think legally, the only people on the road that can pull over a cop. Oh, really? Okay. And you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you do it. You do it. <laughs> Get the saw, breathalyzer if out. You saw a cop walk real slowly. Bit to too car. big for his britches on the highway. But like, all right, laddie, here we go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then the cop would stalk you until you got off the highway. Yeah, and then it pull you over. Okay, so. If we're smuggling drugs in yeah. and we get pulled over by the Australian Border Force, yeah. what overrules the Australian Border Force? Seemingly in this situation, it's normally someone of a lower standing, usually, mm-hmm. in uh, in border in, in enforcement, yeah. um, much like it is on the road. So well, I'm, I'm trying to think of the like natural enemy of the Australian Border Force. Mm. I think it's the cartel. 
Yeah, it might be the cartel. <laughs> I think you walk in and they try to bust you and you say, no, 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 we're the cartel. And they go, oh, my apologies. <laughs> I thought you were just a regular drug smuggler. Um, no, 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 obviously you've got the license to do this. And then you say, yeah, you be careful next time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's how you get it. Uh, here's another one. This is by Jumpin' Buttle. Okay. Uh, trying to carry your groceries in one trip is probably the most effortful form of laziness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You become so much stronger when you think you can do it in one trip. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Sometimes I surprise myself at how much I can actually put in my arms. Because uh-huh. like, sometimes it's not even a strength thing, but it's like the... It's like the ability to hold everything. Especially if you've told yourself going into a shopping, like a like supermarket, yeah. I don't need a basket. Yeah, yeah. And then you've started to collect more out of the expect. You're like, I won't be defeated. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going back for a basket like a coward. Mm-hmm. I can carry these Yeah, balanced in a very specific way in my arms. And there's also something else that will pop into my head as a thought. And I'll say, no, that is also a coward's thought. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> I could just not buy the things that I don't need like today. No. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm getting the deodorant that's <laughs> almost run out, the shampoo, the toothpaste, the, yeah. the you know, I've still got half a tub of ice cream, but I'll buy another one because it was on my list and I, and I, I will get out of here with I, everything I, I need. I feel like once you purchase them, it's more, it's, it's more okay to put everything in your pockets. Mm. But in the shops, it feels weird to be stuffing your pockets with stuff. Do you know what's so funny? I It, it totally doesn't bother me at oh, all. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's probably because sometimes I do just walk out with stuff <laughs> in my pockets. <laughs> uh, I'm a thief camper. We yeah. spoke about this at the start of the episode. <laughs> uh, and a drug smuggler too. Um, but uh, yeah, because I'm like, and like, you know, I'll... Uh, not all the time, but I will normally just pull stuff out because I'm like, yeah. what are you they going to do? Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't, I didn't have a basket. I'm not going to carry a bag because that's the other thing too, right? Is that, because uh, in Australia and I think other parts of the world probably uh, got rid of plastic bags. Yeah. So when you're leaving, normally you're meant to have like a, a, a reusable carry bag or whatever, normally canvas bag or whatever. Um, but I was so frequently forget it. And they do have like reusable plastic bags that you can buy. But I'm like, but if I just buy them every time, then that's regardless of the money that I'm wasting, it's a, you know, it's far worse for the environment than they've tried to make it. Especially because their bags are like way thicker plastic yeah, yeah. than they used to be. So I'm like, I have to commit to carrying all this stuff to my car at least because... Otherwise, I'm the worst. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a really uh, it's an art form, really, to be able to carry all your stuff. It's like a less, far less interesting game of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna Tetris. Get all them out in one go. It'd be annoying if you put stuff in your arms and you 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 manage to marry it up so perfectly that half disappeared. <laughs> like, oh, oh no! Oh damn it! <laughs> And uh, the guy at the shop's like, we actually don't know where they go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just one of these mysteries of life. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, let's move on, Cambo, and get into podnapping. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast, and we do it ourselves. 
Uh, and it is your week this week, I believe. No, it's your week. No, I think if you check the records, it is in fact because last week you just mumbled about Spain or something. Yeah, can be. Uh, that, that, was my, can be that was my pod napping. I think it's your week again. I know that you're, you're like almost angry that I got away with just rambling <laughs> about uh, my trip. Yeah, okay. But I'm f- proud of that. No, that's right. Tactic number one, gaslighting you, hasn't worked. <laughs> hasn't worked. <laughs> okay. No. So here's the thing. It's my It's weird napping. because I had that on my list of podnapping ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Gaslight. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I can't do that one anymore. Okay. Uh, so it's my podnapping. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't want to just half-ass a podnapping. Yeah. So I, I hunkered down and I half-ass two. Oh, good. So this is where the element uh, to... Make up for how half assed my podnapping is going to be mm-hmm. is you get to choose oh. a podnapping for me to do. Oh. So I think I'm going to take you blind as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's option one mm-hmm. or there's option two. Mm-hmm. Which podnap do you want to do? Either one will be a recycle of some kind. But okay. You get to choose. Oh. And it's either option one or option two. Yes. How do I not know that you only have one option and you're just playing this fun game? At the end, perhaps I'll reveal the other podnapping in oh, I see. preparation for next. Give yourself time to make up a podnapping <laughs> while you're... I'll, I'll see you sweating, beads I, 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 of sweat okay. coming down your face I'll like, oh this. my God, I have no second podnapping. One podnapping <laughs> yeah. is on my phone, Ooh. hence the Bluetooth is enabled. Okay. The other podnapping involves this pad that Ooh. slid up down the bottom oh of my here. God. Oh, this is so interesting. <laughs> Uh, perhaps I can choose based on that. Uh, let's go. The I know we went to the the really difficult effort of setting up the Bluetooth. Sure, but I like the idea of the pads. Okay, let's go into the pads. That's option one. Oh, okay. I'm just wrestling option one anyway. I only had one option. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on my phone and the pad just in case. Yeah. Smart, smart. <laughs> okay, so I am podnapping a podcast here called Casting Calls. Okay. Have you ever heard of this podcast? Um, it sounds familiar. Right. But so no. It's a podcast about, um, obviously I like movies. You know, I like my movies. Do you? Yes. Huh. Uh, it's about like the Hollywood casting system. Yeah. And what it does is it, it talks about famous people mm-hmm. that were almost cast oh, in really yeah. iconic <clears throat> roles. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought that would be an interesting topic. Will Smith, Neo Matrix. Exactly. Exactly. And the reason that this is a recycled thing yeah. Is because this is actually the Patreon bonus show for Cancel Movie Report. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I had already created a bunch of stuff for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just sitting there. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is work smarter, not harder, is what you've done, Cam. Yes, I yes, appreciate yes, yes, it. Yes. Uh, now, this isn't a particularly long podcast, mm-hmm. nor the other one would have been either. Yeah. But the one that I have here is actually all about uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh. Now, are you a Lord of the Rings fan? Uh, I like the movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I feel weird. You know, there's certain franchises where you're like, I don't want to say I'm a fan. Oh, right. Because that, that implies so much more uh-huh. than just like, yeah. I enjoy the movies. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I, I Cursory knowledge of the movies is all you're going to need. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. Uh, so, first interesting fact about the casting of Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Uh, Aragon. Yes. Uh, he, the, the, the man that played in Viggo Mortensen. Yeah cast after it was started filming they had oh. another aragon really already cast and he was fired oh. at the a guy called stuart townsend yeah uh he was fired why the start uh because he was too young i think they said like oh. when they started filming they're like he doesn't look like gruff and, uh, and weathered enough to be yeah, aragon yeah. 
Uh, well, Ar- the the true Aragon, as I like to call him, yeah. <laughs> he he does seem to like he, that. That role does seem to seems, suit him very. Seems like very, a king. Well, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, but imagine being. Yeah. Similar to Back to the Future, I guess. I don't Mm. don't know if you're familiar with this, but Michael J. Fox was brought in after the original Marty McFly was fired. Right. And they filmed with him for like four weeks. Oh, man. And they reshot everything that they did with him. Yeah. And it's one thing to be fired and replaced, but then when the movie's going to be like an iconic Uh, piece of film history, you're like, ah, God damn it. What what I find is um, crazy is like, okay, you've, you've cast this guy, which means that there must have been... But plenty of people mm-hmm. that said, yes, this person is the right person. Yeah. And I can also understand, you know, uh, that they can get it wrong once you start filming and they're all in costume and they're yep. all together and you're like, okay, maybe not quite right. But I think what has to be more difficult then is to go, okay, well, we've got this other choice. <sighs> Let's hope this one works out. <laughs> like, how about if they, how about if they put him in and you were like, Oh, he doesn't fit the role either. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many Aragons do you need to yeah, fly out? True. How many weeks of shooting do you need to go? Through? I'm showing you a picture of Stuart Townsend here. This yeah. was the original Aragon. Yeah. Do you think he has a King Aragon vibe to him? Mm, yeah, sort of, sort he, of. I think it would help if he had a beard. Yeah, weird beard thing to say, beard. but he looks British. He does. <laughs> that is such. A, that is a weird thing to weird and unbelievably accurate thing to say. He does look British. Yes, that's, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why that yeah. that imbit, yeah something about it's because he's only got three teeth. <laughs> God, he actually had very good teeth. Yeah, he yeah he probably does. <laughs> he's, he's a very handsome man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, something just a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what what? Oh, by the way, I should just point out everyone listening. Your lucky things. This is normally behind a paywall. This kind of hot content. Oh my god! <laughs> so, don't spread this to the cancel movie report listeners. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. Uh so but uh, what I want to talk to you about is the role of Gandalf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Gandalf, obviously played by Ian McKellen. Yep. Wonderfully played by Ian McKellen. Very, very, he's done a fantastic job. Yes. But here's the thing that I find interesting is all the people that they wanted for Gandalf and the, the many different roads it could have taken. Mm-hmm. So how they got to Ian McKellen, I think is quite interesting. Yeah. Is that one of the people that they were considering was Patrick Stewart. Oh, right, right. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. I can't imagine a bald Gandalf. Well, they probably would have put a wig on him. <laughs> yeah. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> beard, though. I, beard. I don't think... Yeah, yeah, beard, obviously. Yeah. I don't think he, in his contract he's not allowed to wear wigs. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, fun fact about him and wigs. Mm-hmm. When he first auditioned it's for Star cap. Trek... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, when he first auditioned for Star Trek, they were like... Uh, the, uh, the producer was like, we, we can't have a bald captain. And they made him wear a wig. <laughs> and there's photos of him with like hair in his audition for Star Trek. Right. And I think they even shot like part of the pilot. We're like, nah, this, yeah, this looks yeah. weird. And it does. It looks He looks older with it. Weirdly. Right. It's funny, yeah. Because like, they, they gave him a wig, but they gave him like a receding hairline <laughs> wig. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what they did, they wanted Patrick Stewart. And they, they end up getting a tape of Patrick Stewart to check. And it was a tape of Patrick Stewart performing with Ian McCallum. Oh, really? <laughs> and that's when their attention pivoted. Like, who's that? Oh, Look my at this guy. God. Which well, I think is interesting. that friendship's over, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, there was also uh, a weird thing with uh, Richard Harris, who played the original Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was also offered the role, but obviously these were casting around the same time. Yeah. He didn't yeah. take it. Mm-hmm. And then when Richard Harris passed away, yes. and he was replaced. Yeah. Uh, I think they did consider Ian McKellen. Right, yeah. Ian McKellen didn't take the role because he said he didn't 
he's doing it out of respect for mm-hmm. um, Richard Harris because Richard Harris had famously said that Ian McKellen wasn't a very good actor. <laughs> so he's like, I'm not. I want to take the role that he's like famous oh, for with God. a person he clearly doesn't <laughs> doesn't like. As if you wouldn't take it because he said that. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. I'd do that, and yeah. I'd be that's like, why he's a classier man than I. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, there's a couple of big actors that were. <laughs> we didn't insult a dead person. Yes. Yeah, it's not above us. Anyway. Yeah. Couple of big actors that were considered. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was Christopher Plummer. He was in Santa Music and stuff like that. Right. He turned it down as well, and then later said, "Like I don't know why I did that. Like that was really weird." Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing that I find really interesting: is they offered the role mm-hmm. to Sean Connery. What? And here's here's a really funny thing: is Sean Connery was offered a role in The Matrix. <laughs> and he turned it down. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand this. Yeah, yeah. And then he was offered the That's role. That's fair, of, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> then he was offered the role of Gandalf. Yeah. And he turned that down. Don't understand it. He didn't understand it. And <laughs> Fantasy. They, and what? They, they both went on to be like huge yeah. hits. Yeah. And then he was given the script for Rivi oh, called no. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, and he's like, I get this. <laughs> no. He said, oh. I don't understand it. But. <laughs> the last two movies that I turned down because I didn't understand it tended to be huge hits. Yeah. So he signed on to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. That was such a bad movie and flopped so badly he retired from acting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know what the kids want these days. I'm out of here. But here's what we do on casting calls. Mm-hmm. We take a what if and we try and make it real. Okay. So what I've done mm-hmm. is I've taken Sean Connery, the essence of Sean Connery, yes. or I've just an impressionist of Sean Connery. Yeah. And I've put him into a scene from Lord of the Rings to give you an idea of what a Sean Connery Gandalf might sound like. Yeah. This is a scene in the Mines of Moria Mm -hmm. when Gandalf has a bit of a chat to Frodo and Gollum's been following them through the caves. Okay. Uh, And what you're going to hear now is Sean Connery's Gandalf and then we'll talk about whether or not we think it might have worked. Okay. There's something down there. It's Gollum. Gollum. He's been following us for three days. He escaped the dungeons of Barad-dûr. Escaped. Or was set loose. And now the ring has drawn him here. He will never be rid of his need for it. He hates and loves the ring. As he hates and loves himself. Schmeagol's life is a sad story. Yes, Schmeagol he was once called. Before the ring found him. Before it drove him mad. It's a pity Bilbo didn't kill him when he had the chance. Pity? It was pity that stayed Bilbo's hand. Many that live deserve death. And some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Do not be too eager to deal out death in judgment. Even the very wise cannot see all else. My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play yet, for good or ill, before this is over. The pity of Bilbo may rule the fate of many. at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. 
Bilbo was meant to find the ring, in which case you were also meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought. Okay. 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 Now, so here's the question then. Hearing a sample. Yeah. Do you think it would have worked? You know what? At the start, I was like, it's funny. Sean, <laughs> Sean Connery being Gandalf. And then as it went on, I was like, you know what? I could maybe see this. <laughs> okay. Like, in a weird way. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I, I think there is... Like, like I really tried to, like, visualize him uh-huh. having a conversation with Frodo. And I was like, I think maybe you could pull it off. Yeah. Um, I, I think, actually, what was funnier is, like, uh, the... When he was talking more seriously about Gollum and whatnot, uh-huh. I found that more believable than rather towards the end where, where he's, he's giving quite advice. Sentimental, yeah. And it, at the end, I felt like it didn't work very well like okay. like for some reason him yeah being, I, I being actually wise didn't seem as this, this is a point thinkable. that uh, Eden actually made in our casting call episode is yep. he's better suited to Gandalf the White who's the more serious one towards mm. the end of the trilogy when he comes right. he comes back and he's, he's all about battle and whatever yep. than he is to the first Gandalf the Grey because he's more wacky and like, yeah, yeah. like quite friendly and whatever it's like yes. you can see him more as Gandalf the White than you can as Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, that's a good that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I do we didn't consider this when we sent it to the actor mm-hmm. that how funny it would be to hear Sean Connery say Schmeagle's life is a shad story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many great S sounds that are there. Yeah, yeah. I I do think that was pretty funny. Yeah. But I, I also think um because isn't it uh a common knowledge and perhaps I've uh, I'm just making stuff up, but Sean Connery is bad at accents. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, because I I know uh, sometimes in when you do cancel movie reports, if they cast an Australian actor, even though they might put on accent if they actually were cast, yeah, you kind of give them a bit of an Australian yeah. uh, twang to it. Um, and but the thing is, like, I think Sean Connery's natural accent just does kind of work, you know, in these yeah. serious moments. Oh, yes. Like, well, Scottish like he Gandalf, have to... Scottish Gandalf, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. It worked. In fact, American Gandalf, which Christopher Plummer, who was offered the role, is American, seems weirder to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Frodo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not for us to... Whatever that line is about, it's up to us to do what we will with the time that's given to us, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. For a second there, I felt like you went into a bit of Christopher Walken. Wow. <laughs> the ring. It's <laughs> evil. <laughs> Schmeagle. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's definitely interesting to think about different actors who might have got different roles. Yeah. Do you know what I like, actually, on the side, uh, watching occasionally when they do come up, is the uh, audition uh, videos yeah. of people that are in famous roles now um one uh, this is this is actually so niche it's not even a big one at all but in the tv show firefly the guy who plays the walsh who's like the uh, uh, ship alan tudyk the actor alan tudyk yes there's one where you see him and he's like playing with dinosaurs and then there's like a big thing that happens and it's just so funny because it's like, well, that scene really was in the show and obviously he was really cast in that. And so you can see him just like miming on his desk 
and then it actually going to the show and being like, oh, you've you've just played that exactly the same. Yeah. And and obviously it suits you really well. Like he, he is such a great actor for that role. He really suits the role. And I and so I just find that so fascinating that it's like that, you know, at a certain sort of level of actor, I think it's not about like who can do this role. It's like who suits it the yeah. best. Yeah. You know? And 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 so I find that so interesting when yeah, you've got these famous auditions of like now super famous actors. One of the really iconic ones, and it's iconic because it seems like something out of a Hollywood movie, Mm. is Henry Thomas, who is the young boy from E.T. His audition for E.T., it's a great audition. Like he's uh, he's crying in the audition. He's doing this really great performance. Mm. And you hear them go, all right, and cut. And then you you hear Steven Spielberg off camera go, you got it, kid. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) And like his face lights up. It's like such a like old school Hollywood thing. It's like, you got it, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's a very, very famous audition tape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think you should do audition tapes for the next Patreon of Cancel Movie Sports. And I should get a cut of the profits. I have actually considered oh, no. that because there are um, a lot of audition tapes for people auditioning for Han Solo. Oh, right. Uh, Kurt mm-hmm. Russell, for example. There's a whole mm-hmm. audition tape of Kurt Russell auditioning for Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, and we actually did. We did an episode all about the movie Titanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is an audition tape of another actor doing a scene from Titanic with Kate Winslet. <laughs> okay. And it's really weird to hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, I know this scene, mm. but that's not Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Anyway, good podnapping. Thank you, Cambo. I podnap from the best. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. How dare you say this is an ad for my Patreon? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Honestly, there are like it, it, in our Discord because you'll put in our Discord. Oh, hey, if you're you know released yeah. a new season of Council Movies, so many people are like I love that <laughs> podcast. It is my most favorite podcast. <laughs> Anyway, They're on me, by the way. I just cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> uh, nice. It's better. Than this. <laughs> it's edited. It costs more money as well. It, it does cost more money, yeah. Um, anywho, do you know what you should offer your uh, the the voice actors? What's that? Pay? Just a profit? Ne- ne- yeah, ne- yeah, yeah. <laughs> percentage of, of the net profit. Percentage <laughs> of the profit. That's good. <laughs> uh, anywho. Now it's time for the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the <laughs> listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Come on here from Zimbo. Ooh. You know what occurred to me when this email came through? Yeah, Zimbo would eventually in Australia be turned also to Zimbob. Oh, Zimbob. Hey, Zimbob. Uh, and then just Bob. And then just Bob. <laughs> and then back to Robert. <laughs> uh, Zimbo said, "Dudes." Oh, sorry. Dude. I'm assuming the Zimbo is actually from California now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, I have to confess something. As he started to tell the tale of how Kourtney Kardashian eats her Kit Kats, I realized that's how I used to do it as a kid. Initially, I was laughing, thinking you'd describe something else, but the horrific realization dawned on me, as you said, bite the ends off just the chocolate. I really do this. Uh, I don't really do this much now, but at the time... I did it because A, it lasted longer, and B, was weirdly satisfying in an OCD way. I don't mean to brag, but nowadays I can buy all the Kit Kats I want. So, point A is less needed. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, sorry, I read that point, really point, No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Point A of it lasted longer yeah, was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Point A yeah. is less needed. I just read it weirdly. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, there that has been circumvented by the health consequences of too much sugary intake. So AMA, did you ever hit the light bulb moment as you got older where you're like, wait, nobody is keeping me from buying whatever junk food I want. I can go nuts. I remember that moment in college and ended up making myself sick with a binge of Doritos and candy. <laughs> Sincerely, Zimbo. <clears throat> Uh, first point of business, um, the, w- let's talk about the way that, uh, Zimbo used to eat his Kit Kats, same as Courtney Kardashian eating mm-hmm. off the chocolate at a time. Now we've never had to discuss this before. Um, but how do we go about stripping somebody of their fuckhead podcast listener status? And give it to Courtney. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Have you heard the way she eats her Kit Kats? <laughs> Uh, look, I, I don't think I'm going to be diplomatic here be- because mm-hmm. Zimbo has turned their life around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know if Zimbo was still I, like, it, I still do this, then we would have a bit of a discussion. That's fair. We've all done some crazy yeah. stuff when we were a kid. That and also there isn't a process yet that we've yeah, made yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And we're all about processes yeah. on this show yeah. by the letter. We, we don't have a rule for it yet. We have done a, a trial. Before someone came a fuckhead podcast listener, mm-hmm. but we've never once there established yeah. have had to do a, a trial. But I don't think this warrants it because the behavior has changed. You're lucky. Very You're lucky, lucky I believe in rehabilitation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think we all have almost the same experience, right? Um, I, I, yes, for me, it was yeah. when I first moved out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, was, I was about 18 when I first moved out. Yeah. And it was around sugary cereals. Which oh was, yeah, my parents never mm-hmm. never brought them. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't want them. Didn't like them. And yeah. the only time I'd ever get to have a sugary cereal is when you went, go camping here. Yeah, you'd buy like a variety pack. Yeah, of small yeah. cereals, <laughs> and they'd always have like a cocoa pops or whatever. And yeah. I'd be like, I'm going for that fucking cocoa pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my one chance to have them. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like one of the first weeks I moved out, I I brought like a box of cocoa pops. Mm-hmm. Day one, I'm like this is so good. Day two, yeah. like it's pretty good. Day yeah. by day three, I was like. Yeah, I don't really want. Yeah, cocoa pops. <laughs> yeah. Turns out like chocolate in the morning. Yeah, and a whole bunch of sugar. Once that great? in a blue moon, maybe when you go camping. Yeah, perfect amount. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, a little bit of a breakfast treat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. I think for me, I I probably had like um, uh, weirder. <laughs> The one for me, this is super weird. It wasn't actually like uh, uh, lollies or anything or or junk food in general because I feel like uh, lollies or candy, I I don't have a sweet tooth. Yeah. So once I moved out, it didn't really interest me that much. But I do like savory stuff. Mm. And in particular, I like pistachio nuts. Yeah, you do. And so there was a point, I think... I was like, I would only ever have pistachio nuts when like we had family friends over and mum put together, you know, little cheese, little things to nibble on and pistachio nuts are in there. And I think one day I was like in the shops, I walked past a bag of pistachios and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't have to wait for a special Look, occasion. Looking around like pull these no out. one's going to stop. Yeah, yeah. Picking them up, looking around again. Yeah, yeah. Still no one's stopping me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just like, I just feel like it's such a weird thing to be like, everybody's going for the candy. I'm going for the pistachio nuts. 
but the other thing is probably video games too. I think you know I would have to playing them for a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, like uh, for one, probably multiple things on this. One was like I'd rent them from Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And so you only had them for a certain period of time. My parents only let me play games. We would, we would put the PlayStation away in the cupboard unless it was a school holiday. I was only allowed to play oh, it was a school holiday. Really? Which honestly I didn't think was like a bad parenting thing to do. Although now I play lots of games. So maybe that, maybe that didn't work out the way they planned. Um, but so, yeah, just the, just the fact that now I can kind of buy roughly as many games as I want. Uh-huh. I can play the PlayStation as, you know, whatever did, time of day. <laughs> did that hit its peak when there was a brief period, if you go back far enough in this podcast, you'll find it, where you were unemployed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, is that when it got like its worst, do you think? Where um, you're like, I don't even have to work anymore. It's, yeah. There's so much time for these fucking video games. Yeah, yeah that was and good. But less uh, spending of money on new games because yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like don't have an income now yeah, this yeah. Is a, <laughs> i have the time to play them but not the income to to be able to buy them yeah that was the worst part um but uh but yeah anyway it was a it was a good time um here's another one this is by liz hello hello episode 196 nelson said jeff from the wiggles is dead and Cambo was like, no, he's not. Therefore, this isn't a fact checked, but a Cambo is correct statement. <laughs> okay. All of the original wheels are still alive, even though one of them had misinformation on his Wikipedia page at some point. Get ready to wiggle, Liz. Okay. The, do you know how amazing I think this podcast is and my memory? Before reading this email, if you had told me uh, hey, do you think Jeff from the Wiggles is dead? I'd be like, no, nah. like I'd be He's like, barely, no, I- barely alive in the Wiggles. They can't <laughs> even wake him up. <laughs> no, but it, it, I think well, that's probably part of it, right? Because I'm like, oh, I don't remember hearing that he's dead yeah and surely there would be so many memes about wake up Jeff yeah wake up Jeff Jeff <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, that like. It would stick in my mind that he's dead. So if you had to ask me before reading this email, hey, do you think Jeff's dead? I'd be like, no, he's probably still alive and around somewhere. But apparently, at some point in my life, in the past, I've publicly said, I think he's dead. That It's just so weird to me that like information like that can just sort of come and go. <laughs> Things that I think are right you, or they're not. You, or what. you said something in public on yeah. a broadcast that yeah. you, won't, you wouldn't normally believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that I like perhaps definitely thought was true at the time. Yeah. And now I'm like, I have no idea. It's just so strange. Yeah. That's, it's weird how your mind works. Yeah. In that way. I find it weird whenever anyone tells me anything I've said on this show. And I'm yeah. like... What? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, especially because I think um, I I always feel like in in my position because I have the notes as well. I feel like I have to uh, make sure we have enough to talk about. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll just like fill in gaps or like 
I can read on your face that you don't necessarily have something to say. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, but we've only spoken about this one topic for like 30 seconds. Uh, that, that's when you go, Jeff from the Wiggles is dead. Yeah, yeah they, they blurt <laughs> yeah. out. It's usually somebody's name, a famous person, <laughs> and they're dead. They're dead. Yeah. Uh, Ray Leon is dead. Well, that yeah. is true now. Actually, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, sometimes I get it yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I feel like I need to feel space. And I think those are the times you just blurt something out where I'm like, I don't even yeah. know what I'm saying right now. I, I, I think I maybe have even brought this up before, but one of the things that I've said on this show before that people seem to find amusing mm-hmm. is the phrase, it's not what you think, it's for fraud. <laughs> yeah. And I never remember what the context <laughs> of that phrase yeah. is. I know people yeah. find it amusing, but I don't remember what the context of it is. And perhaps it's even funnier if I don't. Yes. Yeah, but I've just realized Seth three hundred and episode coming up. Yep. Um, nobody strap in for anything. Honestly, we have not planned one special thing That's for our three hundred episode. That's true. Apart from maybe uh, talking about how the show might change. <laughs> yes, perhaps. <laughs> but also, um, maybe mm-hmm. what we can do is people have been asking for a shirt with a bagel on it. Oh yeah, with the quote. It's not what it's you think. It's for fraud. fraud. Yeah. Could be for our 300th episode. A special 300th merch. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll cost you $300. Oh, <laughs> oh. The, uh... But here's the thing. It's actually a good deal because we'll actually cut you on the net profits yeah, of yeah. the t-shirt. Guys, think about the net profits. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Thank you for writing in Liz and uh, Zim. Wait, what do you, just before we do that, what do yeah. you think of Liz's loophole way of getting around the fact checking? Uh, look, she's agreeing with me, so I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's also we like loophole here. It's wild. That's more than almost hundred episodes ago. Yeah, and she's like, I just want to call you out on that again. <gasps> oh my god, is this exactly hundred episodes? Wait, yeah. Oh no, we're two ninety seven. That was okay. one ninety six. But a hundred episodes ago, to be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to call him out on that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I can't would... be getting away with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this whole time I thought I got away with it. Yeah, mate. Uh, anywho, maybe we should have the statutes of limitation. You know what's that? Statutes, statutes of limitation statutes of, of fact checking. Of fact checking. Yeah. Or even any loopholes to it. Hundred episodes. <laughs> well, it has to be like a hundred and one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Anyway, you just snuck in. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R E A D I T podcast. Yeah. We'd also appreciate it if you could subscribe yep. and uh, rate the show on whatever podcasting app you're listening to us on. And uh, also, uh, listen to Council Movie Reports. Yeah. There's a new season out. Also, uh, here's a fun thing. I was recently on Escape This Podcast, which will be out this oh, week. Oh, yes. Yes. So, also listen to that as well. Because Bill and Danny, they're really good at podcasting. It makes me nervous. Yeah. It's still amazing how good their idea was. It was so original and unique and brilliant. And It also amazing. amazes me that, that Danny has made like a hundred escape rooms. Yeah. And yet in our episode, she's like, I don't think I'm very good at puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's it. Thanks for listening. And we will read you later. <laughs>